Hey Lifehouse fam, Renee here. I am so excited to look at Ephesians chapter six with you. These are some life-changing truths. All of the book of Ephesians has been so formational in my life over the past two decades. I'm just growing with an unshakable faith in the nature of God, who he is and what he does. And I wanted to look uh, quickly at Ephesians chapter 10 Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Uh, this is a, a shift as Paul, the writer of this letter to the church in Ephesus, he's getting ready to sum it all up and he uses this word finally. And just to get a quick glimpse at what he's been saying up to this point, he's been talking about the eternal plan of God in Christ Jesus so that the people in the earth could be adopted as sons and daughters of God through Jesus Christ. And Paul makes that eternal plan of God very clear in this letter. Also the position of Jesus Christ, eternally the head and the church, our position as his body and everything else is under Jesus's feet. Hallelujah to that forever. Uh, the purpose of the church, that there are these gifts God gives and, and the leaders are to train up the believers to become mature in the faith and to, and to be equipped to live in this world and not fall away from the faith. Um, also, there's a power for believers to live without fault in relationship with others and that is explained in this letter, as well as a power to overcome the enemy. And that's where we're gonna pick up now. So after all that has been said that I did a quick little outline of, he says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And I wanted to look at a situation uh, like, what does it look like to put on this full armor of God? What exactly has God equipped us with to allow us to stand in the face of an enemy who is a real threat, by the way. I mean, he is strong and he has devices. But let us look at the example of like parenting. In fact, Paul had just written um, in chapter six at the very beginning about parents and children. So let me just address some of that. Like, what if we have this fallout in our role as a parent because when a child grows into the teen years and says, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna follow in this Christian faith that you taught me. I, I don't really believe in that anymore. Or maybe it's not a full out like denouncement of Christ, but maybe they say, I need to have my own uh, Christian faith that maybe doesn't look like yours. I'm not gonna go to church with you and you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so what does a parent do? What, has, what equipment has God given us? And I think Ephesians chapter six, uh, verse 12, um, is it, gonna give us great application. I just wanna use that scenario. It says, verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You see, when faced with a situation like this, it would not be uncommon for a parent to pit themselves against their child and say, well, I have the faith. I taught you in this faith. You need to hold to this faith. And I have a real concern for you. And they start 
seeing themselves like in, in a battle with their child, but the Word of God makes clear that the struggle is not flesh and blood, that this battle for your child's soul is not you against the child. It's you against the enemy, the destroyer, who is Satan. And he's organized. I mean, there are spiritual uh, spiritual forces of evil. Like, they are organized as a militia of darkness. So, therefore, therefore, here's this key word, therefore, since there is a real battle in the heavenly realms, put on the full armor of God. So when the day of evil comes, you can stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. Stand firm then. And here's the equipping with the belt of truth. So as a parent, you stand firm using that equipment of truth. And you say, Jesus, you have made clear that you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the light. Believe me, when someone you love comes at you with a, a new world belief system, it's going to challenge your belief. And so you are going to put on that belt of truth and you're going to make sure you're firm in what you believe, right? The belt of truth, it holds everything together. So know your beliefs. This is going to, when somebody opposes you, it opposes your faith. And we know it's Satan, but when he uses an instrument and it's, it's going to be most effective when it's someone you love, like your child. And when they challenge you, it's going to cause you to dig your feet in to your faith, to your faith. And God's going to reveal himself more to you in that place. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Verse 14. So this is not the time for self-condemnation. I have heard people say when, when something goes awry with their child, they say, I hear God tell me I'm a failure as a parent. And I've said this. Never would God condemn you. He would never put you down and tell you you're a failure. He will teach you, but he will not condemn you. So you are hearing the voice of the enemy. This is not the time for condemnation. This is the time to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Cover up everything vital in you by acknowledging, God, no one stands before you if not for the blood of Jesus Christ to cause us to be cleansed of sin and to stand in right position, right posture before you, God only Jesus. God knows your child's heart and get this, he cares for that child's eternal standing more than you do as a parent. God cares more. God is wooing your child with his divine love and it's persistent. God will leave the 100 that are cheering and worshiping and honoring him to go after the one that's wayward. And if that's your child, just put on that breastplate of righteousness and say, God, I know you are good and you are chasing down my child who does not know you and has no capacity to trust you, but you are revealing yourself to my child. Release yourself of the burden to save the soul of your child. You can't do it. Only God, only the Holy Spirit can draw a human being by in the spirit of the human being. Only the Holy Spirit can draw that person's spirit to God himself. Put on the shield of faith or take up the shield of faith, it says in verse 16. You know, the enemy uh, will tell you you're a, you're a failure, you've messed up, 
start making you compare yourself to someone else, but get a hold of the scriptures uh, concerning godly parenting. And they're even right here in, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Uh, get a hold of these scriptures and speak them, memorize them, retrain your brain about your faith and what God is able to do to save your child and draw your child to himself. The scripture is what is going to enable you to um, extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So when the lies come to your mind, you're gonna have that scripture to draw upon. That's your shield of faith. And it's going to allow you to take all that wrong information that the enemy is shooting to your brain and make it come into obedience to the knowledge of God. That's, that's what we do. Okay, so this is why we need to wake up to the fact that we're in a war. It's an unseen enemy, but he has access to your mind and my mind. And our war is never against, it's not flesh on flesh, ever. Not, and not in this situation with a child. There is a destroyer who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is the enemy. Put on the helmet of salvation is what we see here in verse 17. And this is a renewed mind. Uh, we know that God's highest call for each of us and, and as a parent to a child, we know that God's highest call is for that child to know God, to worship God. And we can only do that through Jesus. He is the gate. No one comes to the Father but through Jesus. And so we renew our minds in this. The sword of the Spirit is the next piece of equipment. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Get these scriptures in hand. Get these scriptures in your mind. Have them at the ready. You and I need to have the mind of Christ. And for the parent that's seeing this child fall away from the faith, get these truths of who Jesus is and what he has done and how he is for your child and how he has already solved your child's greatest need, and that is to be in right standing with God. I hope that helps you. Uh, it goes on to say another part of this equip, equipping is just that we have this ability to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. You know, probably the most broken person I've, I've seen, the, broken, the most broken before God is the person that wants their child to know and serve the Lord God, and yet that child is far from God. And I would say that these prayers that come out of that broken place are the purest prayers, and they are in perfect accord with God's heart. God wants salvation for all, and He loves your child so much more than we could fathom that measure of love. It was on the cross that God demonstrated the love for the wayward child that the parent is crying out to God on behalf of. Those, those prayers are prayers of the Spirit because they come out of a deep place, even groans because of the heartbreak and, and the concern. What if that child would die in lostness? Like there is like such a brokenness in a place of prayer. And, and, and the Bible says in, in Romans chapter 8 that, that the Spirit of God 
knows how to translate the groans that come from a place of brokenness, translate those groans into the throne room of God. These are precious prayers. Paul finished up this letter saying, pray for me too, that whenever I open my mouth, that the words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Prayer that I, pray that I may declare the gospel fearlessly as I should. And I think what a perfect place to end. Let's just pray together because we are equipped by God. We just need to utilize our equipping, the, the full armor of God, stand firm against the enemy and all of his devices to divide people and pray that we would declare the gospel fearlessly. Are you ready to pray with me? Father in heaven, I know that we pray in earnestness right now, God, that you are enthroned and you see all, you know all, God, you love all, and God, you are making your invitation heard through our lives. We pray, God, that we would fearlessly make known this gospel so that all who would believe can believe. We pray that, God. We pray that we take up this armor, God, that we are, are standing firm, God, in the faith and we're not being swayed to and fro by the winds and by the waves. And God, there's so much going on in our world, but I pray that we are rooted in Christ. Yes, God, that is my prayer, that we are rooted in Christ. And God, I pray over LifeHouse that we are one because we are part of this one body of Christ. And so God, equip us through the leadership that we are um, able to contend for this unity and we are able to battle, God, on, on, the, on the level that's required of us. There is a spiritual battle at hand, God, and our enemy is not flesh and blood. And so help us to become more and more equipped, God, and trained to engage this battle at the level required. I ask this in Jesus' name, amen.